This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Wednesday, September 9th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. A budget battle to come. SGMA talks for female farmers. Biden and Trump duel over farm policy. And Senate GOP includes ag in COVID bill. State faces tough budget decisions to come. With the legislature wrapping up the 2020 session last week, the focus is now turning to the state budget for next year. At a press conference yesterday, Governor Newsom mentioned his team is already at work in the initial January proposal. According to Lauren Nolan Hajik of the ag lobby firm Con, Soares & Conway, the state will still face a projected deficit of about $8.7 billion next year, setting the stage for what could be an even more difficult budget problem in 2021. The current budget, passed in June, counts on $14 billion in federal funding that may or may not come. Congress must pass the next aid package by October 15th. If not, state workers will face furloughs and courts and universities will see drastic budget cuts. The state would also defer until next fiscal year $12 billion in payments to community college and public schools. Learning circles to focus on female farmers adapting to SGMA. American Farmland Trust is hosting virtual learning circles to engage women who farm and manage land in the San Joaquin Valley. The discussions will focus on resources for navigating the impacts of the Sustainable Groundwater Management Act. Less than a quarter of California's farmers are female, according to USDA data. Just 2% are women of color. For about 1.5 million acres of ag land in three of the valley's counties, nearly 7,000 women play a decision-making role as either a producer or the principal producer. Our team aims to provide non-judgmental setting that breaks down barriers and allows women in agriculture to expand their skills, develop new relationships, and connect with valuable information, said AFT's Caitlin Joseph. Register online for the events, which will be held on September 17th and 24th. Vilsack hints that Biden might use CCC, too. Joe Biden's farm policy relies heavily on ramping up conservation spending as a way to support farm programs. But former Agriculture Secretary Tom Vilsack tells AgriPulse he thinks the Biden administration, working with Congress, could act quickly next year to shore up farm income, possibly through a new stimulus bill. Vilsack, who's advising Biden on ag policy, notes that the Commodity Credit Corporation is now available to the secretary to make ad hoc payments to producers, something Congress blocked him from doing after 2010. For more on how Biden and Trump could do about farm income, including Vilsack's thoughts, be sure and read this week's AgriPulse newsletter. Also in the newsletter, the results of our annual CEO salary survey. AFBF survey spotlights Trump and Biden divide. The American Farm Bureau Federation today is releasing its survey of the Biden and Trump campaigns on a range of issues. While the survey mostly reiterates Biden's policy proposals and Trump's first-term record, it does highlight some sharp divisions on the candidates on a range of issues. 
Take biofuels, for example. The Biden campaign highlights his push for next-generation biofuels made from plant cellulose while criticizing EPA's refinery waivers for corn ethanol. The Trump campaign focuses on building demand for conventional ethanol, both domestically and overseas. Take note, the Trump campaign says the next farm bill, quote, must do a better job of sustaining farmers through these tough times. No proposals are offered, but the statement obviously suggests that Trump is open to some significant reforms. We'll have more on the survey in the newsletter and at agripulse.com. Senate readies vote on more ag aid. Senate Republicans are moving forward this week on a new coronavirus relief package, even though it has no chance of getting the Democratic support it needs to pass. The new bill unveiled yesterday includes $20 billion in expanded USDA spending authority that Senate Republicans proposed back in July. Keep in mind, negotiations between the White House and congressional Democrats remain at an impasse. So, unless there is a breakthrough soon, the new GOP bill will largely serve as a talking point for Republicans in the fall campaign. The Republican proposal also would authorize a second round of forgivable loans through the Paycheck Protection Program. We don't expect to get a lot of help from Democrats, so we're not going to get 60, the number of votes needed to advance the measure, said Senate GOP Whip John Thune of South Dakota, speaking with reporters. In a joint statement, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi and Senate Minority Leader Charles Schumer said the GOP bill, quote, doesn't come close to addressing the problem and is headed nowhere. New tests from Europe can detect gene-edited canola. A group that has long been critical of agricultural biotechnology, the Center for Food Safety, says a new test developed in Europe to detect gene-edited canola shows that crops developed with newer forms of genetic engineering can be detected in the food supply. The group says that means such crops should be labeled in the U.S. The herbicide-tolerant canola was developed by biotechnology company Cebus and is grown on a limited basis in the U.S. and Canada, CFS said. Why this could matter? Well, in its bioengineered food labeling rule, USDA has excluded highly refined, non-detectable GE ingredients found in foods such as oils and soda. CFS has sued USDA over the rule, contending that the law demands labeling of all GMO foods, including those that are highly refined or gene-edited, and does not restrict the labeling mandate based on detectability, CFS said. Here's today's He Said It. If he can get the California Farm Bureau and those folks to go neutral, I've got to give it to him. He must have taken a heck of a lot of amendments. That Senator Brian Dahl, a Republican from Lassen County, during debate last week over a bill proposing a ban on a class of rodenticides. You can read more about the measure in the AgriPulse West newsletter later this morning. Dahl is a featured speaker today at the AgriPulse Food and Ag Policy Summit West, which starts at 9 and is free for subscribers. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Wednesday, September 9th. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Daly.